Hi, welcome to my podcast, Absolute Parenting, Does Shit No One Tells You. Episode 5, Breastfeeding, Part 1. And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe, follow me on social media, or share it with anyone you think will find it helpful. Breastfeeding, wow, I don't even know where to start with this topic but it is a topic I'm quite passionate about as well but you know what let's start with this it is so fucking hard it is probably one of the toughest thing I had to endure as a human being recently one of my good friends had a baby and obviously we've been chatting and I've been checking on her to see how she's getting on And obviously we spoke about breastfeeding and how hard it is. And you know what? And that actually really brought back memories for me, for my breastfeeding journey with daughter number one and daughter number two. However, with this podcast, I would just focus on daughter number one because back then I was the first time parent and first time stepping into this crazy world of breastfeeding. Okay, let me cast my mind back to my antenatal class and they were talking about breastfeeding. They also did a special breastfeeding class, which I also went to as well. So in the class, I remember thinking, well, all of this sounds okay. You know, it sounds like I should be able to just crack on with it because this is what us women are supposed to do. Feeding on demand, you know, didn't sound so bad either once every two hours which is what I was told seemed pretty you know doable yeah you know it all in all I thought it was you know all sounded quite okay and I remember coming out of the class feeling confident that I can do this and I truly you know got the importance of breastfeeding and why breast milk is good for a baby now I bet you're all dying to know what happened when daughter number one was born well to put it quite bluntly it was like shit has hit the fan you know what this is actually my favorite saying to describe parenthood because it is so accurate let's go straight onto the topic of latching oh my goodness I did not know it was so hard to get your child to suck on your nipple. I mean, seriously. In the antenatal class, they made it sound pretty simple. You know, you tilt your baby's head back at a certain angle and the baby will just know what to do, like magic. It is all a natural process and, you know, all will be fine. But let me tell you this, they did not all know what to do. And in the class, they also failed to warn us that external factors could make breastfeeding tricky, such as tongue tie, or your baby could be a lazy drinker, or your baby may just use your nipple like a dummy and don't actually drink much milk from you. The fact is, all of these scenarios can happen, which I was not told about during any of my breastfeeding classes. With daughter number one, I remember when we were still in the hospital, I was forever asking the breastfeeding midwife for help because I was really struggling with the latching. 
It was great to have the support and the reassurance, but once you were home, you were you are just alone. You know, you are just at home dealing with this situation. I mean, in the UK, we have got health visitors that would come out to visit us every few days, and again, you know, that was great. You know, to have them there for the support and the reassurance. But they're only there for like twenty minutes, you know. And once they're gone, you know that feeling of loneliness and the struggle, and the frustration is there again. Because again, you know, I am the one that will have to deal with this day in day out. So here's what I found: number one, it was bloody painful every time she latched. Like I'm thinking, is this normal? Because everyone is saying to me that it should be pain-free, but I'm really not finding it that pain-free. So is there something wrong? You know that I'm not aware of. Number two, she seemed to suck a few times, then she just stops. Number three, she seemed to need a free very often, not every two hours, as explained to me in my breastfeeding class. It was more like every forty minute, maybe an hour, if I am lucky. And to me, feeding every forty minutes to an hour just seemed a bit too much. Even though in my breastfeeding class, I was told that their tiny little stomach is only about the size of a marble to start with, I still. Didn't quite comprehend that she needed a feed that often. Like, how quickly is she digesting this milk? Is this normal, or is she just a hungry baby? Because you know what? Suddenly, overnight, I have somehow become a milking cow. I was indeed feeding on bloody demand, and I felt like I got a bit mugged off actually by my breastfeeding class because this whole feeding every two hours. Just seems like a dream to me right now. You know, clearly it doesn't apply to me. And I was thinking, am I the only person experiencing this? As you can imagine, when your baby needs to feed basically every hour around the clock, there is literally zero time to eat, sleep, or have a wash. Basically, you feed them, which can take up to thirty minutes if you're lucky. You burp them, which can take another ten minutes. Again, if you are lucky, by the time you finally manage to put them down, just to give your back a rest, it is nearly time for the next feed. The word relentless doesn't even describe it. I think we need a new word to describe how tough breastfeeding is. Then you have the night feed. I used to hate them so much. It was just so lonely. No one is awake, so you can't even message your friends on WhatsApp and have a chat. And going on social media is just boring because you know the feed is just exactly the same as I don't know two hours ago. You know because everyone is in bed. I used to get really angry with my husband as well because he was sleeping like a log. You know what, right? Don't wish that you could sleep like a baby. Wish you can sleep like your husband. He never used to hear her cry or anything. Not even kidding. 
I was so utterly tired when I wake up to do the feed and just wished someone could breastfeed for me, quite frankly. With daughter number one, she was an early April baby. So it was still pretty cold in the UK. Therefore, the night feed was just a killer for that reason as well. I remember I had to get out of my nice warm bed, change a nappy, and then get my boob out to feed her in the cold. Even talking about it now, it just feels so traumatizing. And I actually used to cry a lot during those night feeds, thinking, what the fuck did I do to myself? Why did we want to have a baby? Why is breastfeeding so goddamn hard when it's supposed to be the most normal, wonderful and natural thing for us as women? Is there something wrong with me as a woman? Is it normal that I am not enjoying this at all? For me crying during the night feed, I then went one step better and started crying during the day feed. I have lost count how many meltdowns I have had over breastfeeding. And you know what? I am surprised my husband actually still found the heart to love me because that person he was seeing wasn't who he married. It was not the contract he signed for. And there was one particular meltdown that I remember quite well. It was like three weeks into my breastfeeding hell. I was adamant I must breastfeed our baby exclusively because all I used to hear was breast is best and it felt like if I can't do it then I have somehow failed as a woman, as a new mom or as a human being, full stop. I was already feeling like a failure. I didn't understand all my baby's cry and what she needed. So if I wasn't able to feed her as well, then should I even be allowed to have a baby? Anyway, sorry. Back to this meltdown I had. It was the same shit different day where I was overtired after yet another shit night of feeding and getting up around the clock. And my baby also doesn't like to nap during the day and she was still needing a feed basically every 40 minutes. I just remember thinking I have had enough. I felt like if she was that hungry and needs a feed that often then clearly I am not providing enough milk. I just felt like a milking cow and that was all I was good for. I wasn't a mum to her. I was just a milk provider. She doesn't know who I am. I wasn't even feeling myself anymore. I don't recognize that person in the mirror. I felt trapped and I felt guilty that I didn't have that instant love for her that I was supposed to have. Basically, I felt like the most awful human being and yet we wanted a baby. So I cried and cried that morning to the point where my husband said to me, Sue, do you think you may have postnatal depression? Then I stopped crying and thought to myself, could I? I don't know. But anyway, it turns out I didn't. I called up my midwife and we had a really long chat about it all. And she asked me a load of questions. 
I was just suffering from what they called baby blues. And I was actually fine after another week or two when my hormones level were more balanced. And you know what? No one ever warned me about my hormones level and how much it can actually impact how I might be feeling. So anyway, after this whole postnatal drama, I was still doubting my ability to breastfeed. So I called up the breastfeeding helpline. Yes, really, there is a helpline for breastfeeding. I was really reluctant to call just because I felt like a massive failure already for needing to ask for help. Because surely no one apart from me need to call for help. However, my husband managed to convince me to call up. So I did. Within 10 seconds of that conversation, I burst out crying like I couldn't even control myself. I was just a crying mess. Then I kept apologizing to a poor woman on the phone because I couldn't stop crying. I remember the lady on the phone was so lovely and reassuring, telling me it is all normal that my baby needed a feed that often and every baby is different. However, she ended the conversation by saying, well, you are a mum now, so from here on, your sole purpose is to feed your baby. When she said that, that just did not go down too well with me at all. I was like, whoa, what did you mean? This is my sole purpose. I did not sign up to be a milking cow for the rest of my life. I am a person before I had my baby, don't you know? That comment just really upset me at that point and clearly it made quite an impression to my brain because five years later I still remember it so well. However in my defense I was upset by that comment just because back then I felt like there was no light at the end of a tunnel and by someone saying that to me it kind of dampens my hope that you know breastfeeding will get easier. I would, however, now looking back, you know, agree that within the first three months of your baby's life, yes, your sole purpose is just to feed that baby, whether you're breastfeeding or formula feeding. However, after those first brutal three months, things will get more bearable and things will get better. I bet you're all wondering how long I managed to breastfeed for. Well, to my surprise, I managed for eight months. However, after the first three weeks, I did start to give her one bottle of formula before bedtime, just so she sleeps for longer. Therefore, I get to sleep for longer. Because if you remember, I had no external help at all, no help from my parents or anyone else. It was just me and my husband. So the lack of sleep was killing me. I was at breaking point. By that point, I was just in survival mode. I felt so much guilt for giving her that one formula per day because it just felt like I have failed her and I have failed myself. People never say good things about formula and it just felt like I was giving something really bad to my baby. 
When I was breastfeeding exclusively, I noticed she puked up every single feed to a point where I was like, is this even normal? Is that the reason why you need to feed so bloody often? Because basically nothing goes into your belly because you just bring it back up, you know? The puking got even worse when I started to do that one bottle of formula at night. And as if I wasn't feeling guilty enough about it already. After many trips to the pediatrician, the conclusion was she was suffering from reflux. And we had to give her a special prescribed medicine to give to her before every feed to reduce the acid in her stomach and therefore reduce the puking. It worked and it felt like a massive relief knowing what was causing it and there was a solution to help her. It really did help to reduce the amount of time that I needed to feed her as well. And she was less cranky, thank God. Okay, so my breastfeeding challenge number one was the reflux. Then my breastfeeding challenge number two was the latching. I was struggling so much with the latching. A family member once told me tongue tie could be a massive issue when it comes to latching. So I did ask my midwife to check for any tongue tie when she was born. The midwife said to me she got a slight tongue tie but it would not impact her feeding. Well, how fucking wrong was that midwife? And thanks to that incorrect diagnosis, I struggled with the latching for four whole months to a point where my nipples were bleeding at every single feed. They were so fucking sore. I mean, even talking about it now, it just makes me shiver. That that pain is just unbearable. My baby drank so much of my blood as well in those first four months that she was actually pooping black poo. Yes, I know, totally disgusting. But, you know, that was what happened. I asked my doctor to check if I had any infections on my nipples. And I asked loads of different midwives to check her latch as well for different opinions. They all said her latch was fine. In fact, it was really good and I had no signs of any infections or blockage and they all just said to me I just needed to suck it up and breastfeed through the pain seriously yes that was the advice however deep down I just knew there was something wrong but no one can seem to give me an answer which was so frustrating that nipple pain was so serious. It got so bad that I remember I used to lay on my bed with the nursing bra on, but I used to unclip them so that my boobs were out just so I could air them a bit in between feet. And I was forever putting nipple cream on them just to keep them moist and just to, well, make it less sore, basically. It was just awful. I mean, I'm sorry, I know I'm not, you know, creating a very <laughs> wonderful image for you all here. And if you've seen a nursing bra or you have worn a nursing bra, then you know they are hardly what I call sexy lingerie. 
along with sore bleeding nipples. It was just fucking awful. And I'm pretty sure my husband thought, crikey, why the fuck did I marry that? In the end, I got lucky and I saw a community health worker who specialised in latching. She said to me, your baby got a slight tongue tie so she can't actually suck the milk out properly. But if you are just looking without digging around her mouth, you cannot tell she got any issues. Oh my fucking God. When she said that, it was like music to my ears. Finally, all along, I suspected something was wrong and I was right. The community health worker said to me, because she is now bigger and she seemed to have actually learned to, well, drink milk from her, you know, with her tongue tie. So I can just leave it. And after four months of it, my nipple also got used to the fucking pain and it actually stopped bleeding as well. So I left it. But it was just so good to hear someone saying, yes, there is a problem. You were not going mad. And the problem wasn't me. And luckily, her tongue tie is so minor that it didn't impact her speech. We got her checked out when she was age three. By the time daughter number one reached four months old, I also started to wean her because the reflux just drove me up the wall. And apparently weaning helps because the solid actually stays in the stomach a lot better. Every single book I have read or any advice I have ever got from any professionals is don't wean before six months. But you know what? I cannot fucking care less. This whole, you know, feeding milk business just wasn't working for me and it wasn't working for my baby. So I decided to go down the weaning route. And you know what? It worked so well for her. It was just amazing. If you are a mum listening to this podcast right now and trying to feed your baby and you are feeling defeated and want to have a cry, then you know what? Have a cry. It will make you feel better. I have never cried so much in my life until breastfeeding came along. Not even kidding you. What would I say to you as my word of wisdom if you are currently breastfeeding? Okay, that is a good question. So number one, you will probably, you know, not feeling like yourself because suddenly you have gone from a working person to basically a milking cow because that is the only word I can think to describe it. Obviously, I worked, so I am basing this thought purely on my own feelings and experience and you might feel differently, depends on your circumstances. However, but you are not a milking cow, okay? It is just that right now, You can't think about yourself. There is no room to think about yourself. The job you have at hand right now is to suss out this crying, hungry, little sleep thief. Number two, will it ever get easier? Hey, you know what? I have good news for you. Yes, it does get easier. As they get bigger, they can drink more. Their stomach will also get bigger so they can hold in more milk as well. Therefore, the longer they can last between feeds. However, don't expect this to happen within a few weeks. I mean, I am literally talking about 
three months at least. It depends on the baby, you know, so just give it time and there will be light at the end of the tunnel. Number three, breastfeeding has no set rules. And what I mean by that is there are external factors that can completely impact your entire breastfeeding experience. Like me, I had to deal with reflux and tongue tie. And these two factors were never actually, you know, said to me. And I kind of had to find out the hard way myself. And these two scenarios just massively impacted my whole breastfeeding experience. On the other hand, I get it. I get why these books and breastfeeding classes may never tell you the full extent of breastfeeding because if someone told me that in my class or in a textbook about everything I went through, I think I may give breastfeeding a miss because it's just so fucking hard. I can put my hands up and say I am not one of those women who loved breastfeeding And I am certainly not one of those women who found breastfeeding a doddle either because it just wasn't easy for me. It didn't come naturally to me. I just felt it was a bit of a chore. So why didn't I stop sooner? I bet you're all thinking, huh, well, this is the stubborn side of me coming out. I thought if so many women around the world can do this so easily, then surely I can as well. And I just didn't want to be defeated by breastfeeding. So it was completely my own fault for being so stubborn and literally sucked it out for so long and struggled through for so long and cried myself to sleep or just cried every single day. So in the end, I stuck it out for eight months until basically I have had enough. The stubborn side of me probably did my mental health no favour whatsoever because I was constantly crying. I felt like I was constantly having a meltdown over feeding my baby. I was constantly stressed and I just didn't enjoy being a new parent because of that as well. I was just forever stressing and worried if she was drinking enough milk because there was no way of telling I was forever feeling frustrated and angry with the situation. And I was angry and frustrated with myself as well. So a lot of the time, I actually took it out of my husband. You know, the bloody poor guy, you know, that doesn't deserve it. But it just, you know, how it was back then, it was just very mentally draining to kind of, you know, keep wanting to breastfeed my baby. On the other hand, you know, in the UK, as a society, there are are just so many emphasis on breastfeeding and why breastfeeding is so good and so amazing. I mean, I'm not arguing with, you know, science or anything like that. However, I think the mental health of the mother is also quite important because I just felt it impacted me so much as a person to a point where I just didn't feel I was enjoying being a first-time parent and I just didn't feel that immediate love and bond towards my baby because of breastfeeding. And that's really sad. 
Right, so am I glad I stuck it out for eight months? Well, it certainly felt like a fucking achievement and I thought I deserved the bloody medal for that effort. On a serious note, I think for my mental health as a person, it was very damaging in those first few weeks. I had a constant guilt that I must breastfeed because the whole world was saying to me, breast is best. And even giving my daughter one formula a day, it just made me feel like such an awful mum for doing that. It was like I was giving her some sort of poison and I was a really bad person for doing so. You know, why wasn't I breastfeeding her exclusively? And then I remember one of my old boss gave me a very good piece of advice. And that is, it doesn't matter how your baby is fed. A fed baby is a happy baby. And a happy baby equals a happy mum. And you know what? When she said that to me, it really felt like the penny has dropped. And I was questioning myself, my goodness, why am I feeling so bad? You know, I'm, I am trying my best to feed my baby and I'm doing everything, you know, I can to feed her. I shouldn't feel guilty for it. I shouldn't feel bad. So, yeah, what she said, I felt, you know, it is so true. There is no point in killing myself over it. All my baby needed was my love. And all your baby needs is your love. They don't want a stressed out parent because they can feel it. If you are stuck in the thick of it now, I would say you are doing an amazing job. Do not feel guilty for giving your baby formula. Breastfeeding doesn't suit everyone and every baby. I do know some women who simply cannot breastfeed as well. And all you can do is try. And if you can't, then move on. That baby just need your love. And where the milk comes from, it doesn't matter to them. I bet you all want to know, how did I get on with breastfeeding daughter number two? And you know what? I will let you know in my next podcast in breastfeeding part two. It was a whole new set of challenges because they are just two very different little people. And just because you have done it once, it doesn't mean the second time around will be easy. There will be different challenges ahead with different baby. Because you know what? Every baby, they are different. If you are listening to this right now and you are currently pregnant, I just want to say I am so sorry if I scared the crap out of you. But all I am saying is I didn't have the smoothest journey with breastfeeding and I certainly didn't say all of those things to worry you or to scare you or to make you feel uncomfortable. I just want to let you know my experience and I hope that maybe it can help you, you know, if you are in the same situation or, you know, if you kind of come across the same scenario that I had. There are many women who had a positive experience and there are also many women who had a way worse experience than me. I mean, I know someone who basically nearly died from breastfeeding. I am not even joking. Her nipples just kept getting infected and to a point where she ended up in intensive care. So you know what? Honestly, breastfeeding 
is not for everyone. It's not for everyone and breastfeeding is not for every baby either. So don't feel like a failure if you can't do it or you simply don't want to do it. The stress is immense that comes with breastfeeding. All you can do is your best and if you gave it your best then that is all that matters. There is no fucking medal you know given on breastfeeding and if you look at children around you or you know in a park you know whenever I mean can you honestly see who has or hasn't been breastfed the answer is no you fucking well can't if you are breastfeeding right now or you are thinking about going down the breastfeeding route then I wish you the smoothest of journey and just remember it does get easier after the first few months Once both you and your baby got into the swing of it, it can be quite enjoyable because I remember feeling, wow, it is just me and you right now in this entire world and the whole world just doesn't matter. And it was like a really special feeling. And you know what? It is definitely something a male can never experience. If I could turn back time, I wished I was less stressed out and actually enjoyed being a new parent a bit more. I totally let the whole breastfeeding thing consume me as a person. If you want to do combination feed as well, then do not even hesitate. My daughter was combination fed from week three and you know what? She is absolutely fine. I hope you all enjoyed listening to this podcast. I hope you will all tune in again. And don't forget, if you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe. Follow me on social media or share it with anyone you think will find it helpful. A podcast will be live every two weeks. Thank you for your time. And thank you for listening to Absolute Parenting to Shit No One Tells You.